listening to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration, celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Halloween, but you are wrong, Daddy. It is the Wolfman, Lee Van Teeth here, and taking over this Blood on the Tracks show. Oh, yeah. Now, Lee Russell might have told you that the uh, annual Halloween show wasn't going to happen. Well, you see, what happened behind the scenes is that I told him I had some COVID concerns, and uh, a little cure I took for uh, some COVID turned out to have a little bit of silver in it, baby. And Lee Van Teeth wasn't feeling too good, so I was like, I can't do the regular two-hour show, baby. I just can't do the prep work. I can't make it happen. Can I do a shorter show? And then Lee Russell's like, no, baby, we gotta fill a two-hour block. And I was like, fuck that. So, I've just taken over this show. We ain't gonna go quite two hours, baby, but uh, we're gonna go as long as we have to go, if you get my meaning. Now, gonna do the cliché thing, baby. Gonna do the cliché thing. Gonna do a Halloween playlist. But because this show is about soundtracks and scores for films, well, let's do my favorite selections from the Halloween series, baby. Yes, the movie franchise Halloween. So that's what we're going to do, baby. Liv Antith is going to sit back and he's going to spin some fine tunes for you. So you just have to sit back and listen on this Halloween night. First off, we've got the original Halloween theme and lights out. From Halloween, from 1978, baby, John Carpenter. You know him, you love him. The big daddy who started this whole thing. And then, a Stone Cold classic also from Halloween, Don't Fear the Reaper from Blue Oyster Cult, off the album from 1976, Agents of Fortune. Then, we're going to go to the sequel, Halloween 2, which picks up on the same night that Halloween 1 ended. We've got the Halloween 2 theme, which is a beefed up, scarier version of the original Halloween theme. And then we have the beefed up version of Laurie's theme. Halloween 2, 1981, baby. And then also, we have another little piece of the soundtrack for that film. We have Mr. Sandman by the Cordettes, who were a popular female singing quartet that lasted from the 1940s to the early 1960s, and Mr. Sandman was the big 1954 hit. Give me a dream, baby. Give me a dream. And after we listen to that, we're gonna come back with more tracks for you. I'll dig it! Oh, 
flip side baby and now we're going to be looking at the music from halloween 3 season of the witch it's not the donovan song baby 1982 now this is an interesting departure because they sort of decided what if we stop doing this michael myers shit and let's make the halloween series into kind of an anthology different horror movie every time out people didn't react too good to it back in the day now it's considered a cult classic i fall somewhere in between on on that opinion baby i think it's all right i think it combines some very cool elements but i don't think it's like the greatest cult film ever made like some people seem to think Looking at the music here, we still have John Carpenter, but he's uh, paired up with Alan Horath. And Alan Horath sort of came into his big break in 1979 when he met the sound effects team for Star Trek The Motion Picture. And he was sort of a, taken on as a sound designer for the following six Star Trek films. Uh, he's done collabs with Carpenter, of course, on Escape from New York, Halloween 2, Halloween 3, like we're doing here. Uh, and Christine, Big Trouble, Little China, Prince of Darkness, and They Live. Uh, he's done stuff on Galaxina, Battle Beyond the Stars, Student Bodies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, Buckaroo Bonsai, My Science Project, Runaway Train, The Running Man, Phantasm 2. 
The Little Mermaid. Huh? Class of 1999, and even Bram Stoker's Dracula. He has been everywhere and done a little bit of everything. And he sort of picks up the Halloween series going forward as well. So, we're going to look at some tracks here. First, The Man Who Killed. A pleasure doing business. I really love this. And Local Boy, No Way. All from Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. John Carpenter and Alan Holrath. And after that... We're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we'll be right back with more show.
got this, man. We got this by the ass. Broadcasting from the cursed earth, the psychosemantic ass. Let us face without panic the reality of our time. The fact that atom bombs may someday be dropped on our cities. And let us prepare for survival by understanding the weapon that threatens us. To have a, uh, an ignorant, uh, thin-skinned megalomaniac uh, who sends off uh, you know, Twitters at 3 a.m. if somebody angered him. The neo-Nazis turning up in Washington, D.C. to have a rally saying, Heil Trump. We talk about politics. I knew I couldn't trust you corporate grease balls. We talk about movies. You can't come down here and arrest people just because of what they look like. Are you crazy? But that's police harassment. We talk about political movies. We're in trouble. The whole world's in trouble. They're all around us and we never knew it. You can only see them with these special glasses. The Psycho Semanticast. Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the planet Earth. How peaceful it looks. Most effective, Your Majesty. Will you destroy this Earth? Destroy it utterly. Send Rick and Danny in wool rocket Ajax. So, just destroy it? That's what Ming said. Don't you ever listen? Well, there's no arguing with Ming. Hail Ming. Wait, you see those transmissions on the Visua screen? Crow? Nightmare on Elm Street? Chud 2? Black Belt Jones? Nightbreed? What's a critter? Oh, I've seen those things. Flash? I guess we could wait a while before the destruction. Yeah, and watch the movies. And talk about them. The Hell Ming Power Hour. Disobedience to Ming. For now. You can find us at Legion Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. iTunes. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. At www. You know what? Just Google it for yourself. Just Google it, you bastages. Hell Ming. Breaking 2? Electric Boogaloo? Samurai Cop? Army of Darkness? Flash dance? <laughs> we might destroy the planet if it's flash dance. We got this, man. We got this by the ass. What's that you said? You lacked Alan Horace contributions to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, but you could have used a little less John Carpenter. Oh boy, do I have something for you. Sit back, kids, because now it's basically the Horath block. So, the Dark Ages, as some people like to call them, where the return to Michael Myers of the series happens in Part 4, Part 5, and Part 6 kind of a continuity that a lot of people don't really like anymore. Although there are some diehards who really dig the Thorn trilogy as it's some people call it. At least I think some people call it that. There's probably someone who calls it that. Some nerd somewhere in a basement. Listen. I ain't judging. You like what you like. But here we go. Alan Horath is taking up the mantle now. 
John Carpenter gets the credit for Halloween theme or whatever the fuck in all of these movies. But Alan Horath is taking the reins and composing and producing the music for the rest of the films. So, we have Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, where he escapes and he starts stalking more of his family members. A uh, little uh, Daniel Harris making her appearance here and uh, she's what the niece of Michael Myers or some bullshit uh, and of course we got Donald Pleasance's Dr. Loomis and all of these still chasing Michael down after apparently dying in part two but didn't quite die in part two they neither did Michael so now we got a full on Michael Myers who regenerates and uh, is unkillable and all that bullshit but anyway we have In the Shadows and Shape Attack from Halloween 4 then we move on to Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers from 89. And from here we have The Shape Also Rises. And then the much maligned Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers from 1995. Took that long for them to get around to it. Uh, we have Across the Street and Thorn Runes. Thorn Runes. And this is the one where I guess Donald Pleasance Loomis dies, maybe. At least it's the last one uh, Pleasance was in because he died shortly after it. These are not particularly great. And I got to say, the soundtracks aren't quite up to snuff as far as John Carpenter's stuff goes. Uh, I feel the uh, sort of continuing synth stuff that Alan Horath does in this is a little less solid. But nonetheless, there's some really good stuff in here. The film's qualities, well... They differ from film to film. There's some good stuff. There's some really bad stuff. Halloween Curse of Michael Myers notoriously had a producer's cut and a director's cut or whatever. And uh, they were kind of wildly different in some ways. Made no sense. Whatever. Anyway, listen to this music and then come back and speak at me. Or I'll speak at you. I don't know. We'll see what happens.
told you about the dark ages of the franchise, baby. Let's look at the absolute stone age. My God, we're talking about Halloween H2O or Halloween 20. H2O ain't right, it's H2O. And Halloween Resurrection. Now, I got a soft spot for Halloween H2O. It's trying to be good. It's trying to write the series. It's trying to fix some problems with the previous installments after part two. Unfortunately, it's Kevin Williamson writing this shit. And he had to scream, before you call last summer, I know what you did. Bullshit. Whatever. Into this fucking crap, man. And it's just very sanitized, and it does not feel like Halloween. It does not feel like Michael Myers. By God, the mask is terrible. And not only that, there's no goddamn music in that film that's worth putting on this list. It's all shitty crap. And then going on to Halloween Resurrection, where you got Kung Fu rappers, and you got uh, internet reality TV bullshit. Interesting concept. Could have been done in an effective way, but they just blew it because they just didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Again, soundtrack, not there. Just total disappointment, babies. So that's not getting anything on the fucking list. So now we have to move on to one Mr. Robert Zombie. And he gets to reboot Halloween in 2007 and return in 2009. He returned reluctantly, only because he didn't want his original vision fucked with, apparently. Now, you can debate the merits of these movies. They're very hardcore, they're very violent, they're full of swearing and hillbillies, and all of Rob Zombie's friends, and the lovely Sherry Moon Zombie. You can't act away out of a paper bag, but that's beside the point. Here's the thing. There's some good music on these. If one thing Ron Zombie knows is good music, and he knows how to put it in his films. Now, we're not going to go deep into the soundtracks on here, because a lot of the stuff on here ain't all that Halloween-y. But he also had one Tyler Bates help him out with the scores. Tyler Bates uh, did video games, movies, TV. He's worked with Marilyn Manson, uh, and he worked with Rob Zombie on The Devil's Rejects. Uh, he worked on Watchmen, Guardians of the Galaxy, and even the John Wick films. He's gone on to do those. So he does the theme for Halloween. This spruced up, beefed up version. This sort of echoes John Carpenter's Halloween theme, but takes it in a different direction. And then, from Halloween 2 in 2009, again we're going to have Tyler Bates, and we're going to look at White Horse, which is pretty good. A lot of the Tyler Bates stuff in these two films is stuff that I'm not too into, but White Horse, pretty good. Then we are going to take one selection from the score from Halloween 2, or the soundtrack, I should say, that I really like, and that's Knights in White Satin from the Moody Blues, and this is from their 1967 album, Days of Futures Past. And it was reissued as its own song in 1972. Uh, I believe that was under a different title in Days of Futures Past, which was a sort of a concept prog rock album. And it was a part of a bigger piece. And after that, we're going to come back and look at the latest reboot of Halloween. 
Oh, baby.
Skirts in white satin Never reaching the end Letters I've written Never meaning to send Beauty I'd always missed With these eyes before Just what the truth is I can't say
right, we're back. And now we've got the new continuity of Halloween, the one where part two never happened and Jamie Lee Curtis ain't the sister of Michael Myers. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was good in theory, but uh, the movies haven't panned out to be all that hot. Uh, they're just kind of Rob Zombie light a little bit. And, uh, well... What can you do? Blumhouse kind of checked to John Carpenter and he said, Sure thing, Bob. Give me my money. And, you know, Godspeed to John Carpenter. Kudos to him. But uh, he also got to do the soundtrack for these two films. So that's something. And there's some good stuff on there, too. Now, of course, John Carpenter has uh, recently become a, the rock star he always wanted to be, doing his own music and touring uh, with his last themes, albums. Uh, so he hooked up with his son, Cody Carpenter, and uh, Daniel Davies, and they've done the soundtracks for both films, well, the scores for both films. And um, so Cody Carpenter, of course... Uh, he is the son of John Carpenter and Adrian Barbeau. His first major, sort of major musical contributions were to, uh, as far as film goes, were to uh, Vampires from 1998. So uh, his dad's film Vampires and Ghosts of Mars from 2001. Uh, he composed and performed the soundtrack to both Cigarette Burns and Pro-Life, which were the uh, two episodes John Carpenter did for Masters of Horror anthology series. And uh, ever since then, he's been doing his own solo stuff and working with his dad and with Dave Davies and uh, other people, of course, and just doing his thing and making lots of music. Uh, Davies is the son of uh, Dave Davies, uh, the Kinks. Guitarist of the Kinks. That's cool. That's fucking cool. I did not know that until I did the research for this. And he is the godson of John Carpenter. And so they all got together and uh, they've been doing their stuff together. Yeah. So here we go. We're going to look at uh, Say Something and Trap the Shape from the Halloween from 2018. As well, on the 2018 version of Halloween, we have an interesting little piece here called Close to Me uh, by the Heavy Young Heathens. And uh, they're an American film, film trailer, and television composing duo consisting of brothers Aaron and Robert Mardo. Probably their big claim to fame outside of their commercial work is uh, for the series Lucifer. And the thing about this, the cool thing about this, is this is the made-up song that in the original Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis starts singing as Michael Myers starts stalking her on the street. Didn't actually exist, but now they made it happen. They made it exist. And so this is what the song apparently is supposed to sound like from 78. Kind of a countrified, spooky, horror rockabilly kind of thing almost. I dig it. Then we're going to move on to Halloween Kills in 2021. Boy, this movie sucked, but... John Carpenter, Cody Carpenter, and Daniel Davies is on these again, baby. And we're going to get Gather the Mob this time from their contributions. And then we're also going to play a song from a made-up band. Uh, it's called I'm the Wolf. <laughs> Guess why I picked this, baby. Uh, also in Halloween Kills. And this is 
Athena and the Lunar Chicks. And uh, they're not a real band, as I said, but a fictional 1960s garage rock girl group. Uh, And this track was taken from the Killer Sound of Halloween album, uh, written and performed by actor and writer uh, Sean Keller. And everyone who sort of performed on that was like, collaborators and friends with him and he just wanted to make like one of those compilation albums you always hear from like lost garage groups and stuff like that and it's pretty good it's pretty good and then we're gonna finish off babies we're gonna end it off with it's halloween stop look and listen uh this is from pete antel who is a singer songwriter guitarist arranger and producer he's done it all worked with many groups including the doobie brothers fleetwood mac ike tina turner mitch Ryder, the four seasons ronnie Spector, the purcells it goes on and on and on and this is just a little little informative track to help you survive halloween night baby and that's what Leave Antith wants you to do. I want you to go out and have a fun Halloween. Be good. Look out for one another. Have fun. Have a few tricks. Have a few treats. Have a few scares. But get back home and then play with each other in your underwears or whatever you're going to do between consenting adults. I don't know. Anyway, it's my pleasure doing another show for you guys. Uh, I know it wasn't a regular two-hour rock show that I usually do, but I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed putting it together. I enjoyed taking over Blood on the Tracks and sticking it to that motherfucker, Lee Russell. Anyway, babies, I gotta get out of here. So I bid you adieu. Happy Halloween. (sighs) Yeah.
shout, stop, look, and listen. It's Halloween. There's witches and broomsticks and big black hats stirring up the potions in big black vats. Stop, look, and listen. It's Halloween. Stalks standing in the fields at night The old grey house without a light The cold white moon shining down so bright With you and me standing there and shaking with fright Sneaking past the graveyard on trembling knees Face peeking out at us between the trees Please stop, look and listen It's Halloween If you don't watch out They'll take you and shake you Until you shout Stop, look, and listen It's Halloween There's witches with broomsticks And big black hats Stirring up the potions In big black bats Come on, stop, look, and listen It's Halloween Cornstalk standing in the fields at night The old grey house without a light The cold white moon shining down so bright With you and me standing there and shaking with fright Sneaking past the graveyard, trembling knees Faces peeking out between the trees Please stop, look and listen It's Halloween Listening to Blood on the Tracks. For further episodes of this podcast or our other podcasts, please go to tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through.